Welcome to Dicey Stories, where we tell stories shaped by dice. You're listening to our tabletop role-playing game, Actual Play Podcast, episode 196. Today's episode is another installment in our series, Echoes of Invasion, set in the world of the Battle for Westnoth video game, 30-some years after the Eastern Invasion mainline campaign. It is played using Edge Studios' Genesis role-playing system, with occasional references to the Mythic Game Master emulator's event meaning tables for inspiration. Stick around after the episode for some GM notes if you're interested. For the story up to this point, visit our website, diceystories.com, where you can listen to previous episodes or read the serialized write-ups of our adventures. Now let's get rolling. We've got a story to tell. Okay, combat ends. Heba is still concentrating to a certain extent to keep the roof in place, I hope. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to hold it until everybody's down. Okay. Cool or disciplined. But Please roll. I do have my med kit out if you have a critical. Uh, we can deal with that once we clear this area. <laughs> Please roll cool or disciplined to recover strain. <laughs> this ring takes the strain down. Improved yeah. second wind is not a match for it. <laughs> yeah. You're pretty beat up. But you're, you look alive, moving. We gotta get to Henrik and that collapsed on him. So stones and stuff have come down. I mean, there is some shouting and some pain from inside because javeliners were hit. Yeah. Heva is concentrating to like make sure the roof is staying up. Bowmen are shouting from the roof. They've gone over and checked the bodies and they're like, all right, we got all these guys. Roof's clear. Courtyard clear. Henrik, you okay? Henrik's like, uh, she's still breathing. We gotta bring her in. Okay. Heva's Heva's a doctor. She can. Patch him up. Slater fell down the well. Got to double check, uh, make sure he didn't get away. Henrik issues orders yeah. uh, to check that out. Trick's going to run with javeliers, I guess, You're to check out the well. Okay. And you look down the well. It's dark. It's raining. Make a vigilance. Or a perception check. You are perception. looking. Perception. That's a good point. You know what I should really do? Is, like, light a torch and drop it. Okay. That's what Trick's going to do. That will help your perception. We're like, I can't see anything. Oh, Light. It is raining, but it's not downpour. Yeah, yeah. What is the difficulty of this? You'll have a black dye from the rain and two purples. I remove the black dye from darkness. Yes. With the, yeah, okay. I get a blue dye from the javelineers, or am I going? Oh, down? yeah, yeah. They're helping you. One failure. Can't see a thing down there. It's deeper than you thought. So the javelineers are like, oh man, who's gonna? Like they look at each other, and the one guy's like, "Most of that well hit me. I'm not climbing down there." Can you fire an arrow down there and listen for what it sounds like? <laughs> do I hit something squishy, or do I hit like rocks? And okay, stuff? that's gonna be an even harder perception check to like judge the sound of an. But arrow not affected back. by darkness. <laughs> and it sound it seems very elven. <laughs> then you like brush your hair back so they see uh, your pointy ear, and then you fire a bow. I'm so elvish. Sorry, am I making a perception check or a range oh, check? Right. What do you want me to make? It's the same role, actually. Yeah, you're just this is just you narratively justifying making another role of the same type. Okay, which is, but they're not helping me now. No, they're not, and this is the last time you'll be allowed to attempt this. Yeah, that's fair. Almost time, then. Should have done that last time. Did you just grab a green? I did. That was dumb. Stop it! Stop it. <laughs> Shut up! I'm trying to listen. You must send you down there next. Yeah, send Nate down. See what see what he's. He says. can't see in the dark. <laughs> Should have gotten an owl. Alright, that's much better. One success and three advantages. Like, do I hear a groan? 
No, you hear a sound of an arrow impacting flesh, but you don't hear a groan in response. Okay. You also, you have, what was the net here? Three advantages. Okay. You see several small knives lying on the ground around the well here. You are the one making this perception check, not the javelineers. I'm going to pick those up. Skulldug, slight of hand, those up? Yeah. And if anyone asks, like... Need to add them back to my pockets, right? That's where you carry your throwing knives? I want to say, like, I want a trophy, but that's not quite the... A memento? Yeah, a memento. Uh, skullduggery is a thing I have, but I'm not that good at it. All right, you're going against the javelineers. Okay, that's not the worst. One I, I have one threat. And four successes. Take some more strain. Okay. Just to guard the identity. You have picked up three small throwing knives. That's fine. I'm going to give those back to who Drake believes the mystery person is later. Well, if you stab yourself with them, I can identify the poison, and then we can figure out who they are based on the signature. If he had gotten, like, a despair on this, he would have cut his hand on one of them, and then he would have been like... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good, there's something nice and soft at the bottom. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so there's a body down there. Yeah, but it's not making any sound. When yeah, so it might be unconscious. We won't want him to wake up, but we don't have to rush to well, dig him out of there. Well, fills up from the rain. Then well, then he'll float to the top, right? Drown. I don't know. Depends on which way he fell in, I guess. What is Hepa doing? Hepa is holding the wall up, the roof up. Um, are you, where are you doing that from? Do you just stay lying on the ground at the base of the sit tree? At the base no, of the tree. because I could basically get up. I mean, I'm assuming I could do, like, an action. So I can so, do a little bit of limited medical stuff, I think. You have to spend one maneuver each turn to hold the roof up. Right. So you spend a little while making your way towards the building. Yeah. So I'll just do it slowly. I mean, somebody said, like, probably not a good idea for me to do medicine on myself right now. I could do a spell, but that will use strain. So probably make me feel better to work on some humans if I can. So okay. I can go offer aid, but I'll do it slowly. So you slowly make your way to your building, part of your concentration on the roof, and by the time you get to the building, the javelineers and Trick are now dealing with the well. Henrik is dragging out Ava's body. Henrik smashed in it, like, nasty bruises, like, blood coming through, like, his... But in great spirits. His chainmail. Mm-hmm. This was a success... Bowmen are, are slowly, like, climbing down the side of the building during this time, but Henry's just like, we didn't lose a single guard in this action. Uh, you know, civilians look like you had the rough end of it, but... Uh, That's so, why you leave it to the professional. So it went well. Um, <laughs> she doesn't think about the joke. Can I provide medical assistance? Uh, sure. Uh, I suppose it's a little damp out here, but uh, how old are you? No, I'm actually thinking about how, she's just going to have to say, I believe the roof is going to fall in. Oh, so we should clear out of here. She doesn't want to say, she was like, I'm holding it, but no, no, magic, we're not going to go there. We're, we've got a good report right now. <laughs> so he says, well, we can patch me up later then. He like, leans down and grabs the shoulders of Aifa and starts dragging Come her. Come on, help me out here. Dragging her across. The bowmen, like, reach the ground and uh, come over. They're mostly fine, I believe. Yeah, I um, think they, they had one hit point they got. Yeah, hit. yeah. So they, 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 like, they help carry Aifa along. What about the other people in the roof? The bowmen came down. They didn't bring anybody down with them. So you would have to ask about that. Are there still people up there? And one of the bowmen says, nobody alive. 
I've did they a- mention like like bird came out of nowhere? Um, let's see. What do they have to say about that? Oh, so they're like nobody alive, especially not that guy that some hawk ripped the eyes out of. Meanwhile, somewhere off the distance, it was a falcon. <laughs> so, so then I'll turn to Henrik and say, then it will be okay if the roof comes down. How loudly are you talking? I mean, I guess if we're, everything's clear, just... <laughs> That's just an interesting way to put it. It'd be okay if it came down right now? Yeah. Well, I'm just asking. Um, like, you're... Are, it's raining. It's dark. Trick is over at the well. You're talking with Henrik. You're talking around the magic issue. Are you being quiet and talking privately to Henrik? I don't think I'm saying anything that says what I'm doing. So I'm okay talking normally since it's raining and stuff like that. Okay. Because, I mean, I, I don't know if these guys will chime in with information. Okay. Although I did see the falcon, maybe I do want to be saying that, because what if there is somebody still up there that we don't know about? So what are you saying? That's what I'm saying. Oh, Hepa, okay. Hepa just says that. So it's okay if the roof comes down. Mm-hmm. And Henrik says, well, there's nothing we can do about it if the uh, thing collapses at this stage, but uh, we're all clear, and uh, our, uh, our sole prisoner is as well, so I uh, guess we'll just uh, see what happens. Okay. Then I will hold it until... They're clear, and yeah, I might even, you know, I might actually say it loudly because even though I don't want people to escape, I don't want to kill people with collapsing the roof. So I'll say, I will say it pretty loudly. I'm pretty sure this roof is going to collapse pretty soon. <laughs> As opposed to saying, it's coming down. <laughs> well, she can control when it collapses. No, it's just not funny. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's a very happy way to put yeah, it. I'm like, that's the way Hepa says it. I mean, she's actually a little bit worried that there's somebody unconscious up there that they could otherwise arrest, but they're going to die, but she's not. Yeah. She doesn't have the capacity to climb up on the roof and check. But it'll take us some time to clear out, and everybody's out of the building? And you know, once everyone's not on the roof anymore, maybe it was less in danger of collapsing. I don't think so. It's raining. They were up there. They made a mess That's true. The rain's not good at it. And that was all the people inside the building. The Javelineers and Henrik were the only people who had gone into the building, and they have the ruffian who came after them inside the building. The bowmen and the slingshotters were the only ones on the roof. The bowmen have told you the slingshotters are all dead. Okay. I think Hepa is going to be come across as a little weird here. She's going to say, you're sure there's nobody else in the building that needs to clear out to Henrik? Okay. You have spoken these things very loudly. You have... Henrik is just like, no, there's nobody else in the building. Okay. She wants um, to make sure, because she thinks she knows all the people there, but she doesn't know how many guards actually came and stuff. But at this point, you hear another falcon whistle. That means... The uh, bowman probably like, no, 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 no. The no, falcon no, no. is whistling, or somebody's whistling for the falcon? You can't distinguish oh, the okay. sound between the whistles that the falcon makes and the... The once or twice you've you've heard Alric call Adderon down. Right. His whistle sounds like a falcon's. Okay. Call. I wasn't sure when you said that if it sounded like a falcon noise or not, but I don't know. Okay. So you hear the whistle of a falcon, and you see the, the falcon um, up above circle once and then like fly away. It seems wildlife is telling me it's okay. Seems like a good omen. Good omen for an elf. Uh, trick. <laughs> You have shot an arrow down. It has bumped into flesh and not responded. You have picked up some knives and stuffed them in my pocket without slitting your own wrists. Yep, that is good. What is your next course of action? Hepa is shouting about buildings likely falling down, and bowmen are dragging an unconscious criminal. Yeah, I asked the javelin here, like, you know, you think this guy's dead? 
fall from that height. And then Trigg's like, let's find out for sure. So is Trick willing to go down? Trick's going to go down. It's okay. got to be. He's got to do that. Then an athletic check from you. But does one of you have a rope? <laughs> do they have a rope? Because I got crap for athletics. Not that these guys got much more. Yeah, so uh, one of the javelineers like, calls over to one of the bowmen and he tosses over some climbing equipment that they have for going up on the roof. All right. That's a good point. They were planning for that. All right, cover me. Athletics check. Two purples and a blue. But if you take a light, there's no darkness, right? I don't think darkness is really uh, You are getting a black die from rain. The rain. There is a torch burning down below. Oh, okay. oh yeah, yeah. But it's a ways down there. I'll oh. upgrade it for you. Okay. But I think what I'll do first, actually. Enhance? I mean, you can do it. Yes. That... Talk it up. Talk yourself up. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Trick. You got this, buddy. I just got to remember what it's called. You need Cheering Hutzpah. Cheering Hutzpah? Yes. And if I succeed, that would give one boost. Mm-hmm. But if I made it harder on myself... You could add two boosts. I could get two boosts. So we'll try that and we'll see how it goes. Why, yes! All elves, while we prefer climbing in trees, as he's like stretching, testing out this climbing gear, tunnels are not our forte. I spent some time with the dwarves, you see, and gained some mastery over those as well. All right, you talk yourself up. Yep. Once again, you have... One successful triumph. So, I think the triumph, I'm happy to take that as an upgrade on this. All right, super climber. Aha! Two successes. Okay. You climb down there, all right, and you get to the bottom. I want to look around. Like, I know the rat's working the tunnels. I just want to look around first before I examine the body. Yeah, see, you, like, you get down to the bottom. Along the way down, you pass a worked opening in the side of the well. Slater did not succeed his athletics check. Right. He failed to climb down this well, did not get into the tunnel he wanted to, and fell further. I see. I see. So you go past that side entrance, warily. Yeah. And then... Skirt around it. Slater is at the bottom of the well in soggy ground with an arrow stuck in him. A knife stuck in him? There is not a knife stuck in him because he jumped in the well to avoid getting hit. Oh, that's right. Yep. He was hit by the bowman. Yeah. So he has arrow wounds. Those arrows are not, like, stuck in him. They were dislodged earlier or whatever, but your new arrow is stuck in him. All right, well, we can't have a dead body in a well. Just tie Wrap it around. Yank it. And you just ride it, like, standing on the bottom. Order up! All right. So they raise it up. There's lots of pulling, pulling. Meanwhile, Hepa, are you going to release the building? Or are you going to try to... You can, one, just fly out, let the spell go. Mm-hmm. Or you can try to control collapse it. Yeah, I want to try to control collapse it. Okay. I'm curious to see what happens if I just let it go, but I want to see how much I can control it. Okay. That's going to be casting another spell. Okay. And it's going to be runic. To cast runic spells, you need to use a runic device. Right. So this is going to cost you the extra strain. Oh, cast costs three. Oh, but I have... Is this a new encounter? I can use second wind. We are in the post-combat encounter, so yes. Okay. So yeah, I'm going to do that and try to do a controlled. Because this is not something you get to see every day. So essentially what you are now going to do is you're going to cast the curse that is the opposite of the augment that you cast before. Okay. So essentially each round you're concentrating to maintain the augment. Right. In this round, you're going to release the augment and then immediately cast the curse. Okay. So then I'm, I'm actually trying a different variation. Yes. 
Excellent. Yep. I want to totally want to do this. You are intentionally breaking this thing apart. Okay. So the difficulty is... So augmenting it to stand was four purples. Right. So the controlled knockdown is also going to be four purples. Okay. Might not have been such a great idea. We have one story point. I will use that to upgrade. See if I cannot knock myself out. Oh, wait. Is there darkness and stuff? Yes. The rain affects it. And so, the darkness. She has to be able to see what she's doing. Yep. Well, looks like I failed. Three advantages. Okay. You can heal three strand if you want. Or you can take a free maneuver to get away from the building. Which is, I'll do that. Which is now yeah. collapsing uncontrollably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was interesting, though. So now you've augmented the thing and you've disaugmented it. And you've done it in the darkness and in the rain. And what you are learning here is that, yes, this was hard because that was far away, right? Like, right. it was a tall, it was a two-story building. And also, rain is really distracting. Yeah. And oh, it's, it's harder to cast on things when you can't see them well. So this is all, like, very practical experience field magic right. that you haven't had a chance to do before. Not second wind right there. This was so interesting. I got to experiment <laughs> with something that didn't hurt anybody. I even saved people, hopefully. <laughs> okay, so there were three advantages. Does that... Two of them give you the maneuver to so get I out of the way uh, so that you do not deal with any rubble falling out. Um, and then if you want to heal a string with the other one, you can. Yeah, I'll do that then. All and right. then if Henrik still needs... To be patched up, I could do that. I mean, um, or if you want to just say, okay, that was enough. Book him, Henrik. Yeah, Henrik is, has got, like, prisoners to drag in and stuff like that. Like, he doesn't feel in immediate danger. Does Henrik ask, like, who threw that knife then? Okay, so there is there is a knife sticking out of um, Ava. And I, I think it's not as suspicious as that. It's yeah. more a matter of, like, he pulls the knife out of Aifa, he knows it's not from one of his people, so he holds it up and says to the two of you, like, oh, which one of you does this belong to? Trick will interject that, uh, well, our, our kind associate here was kind enough to lend me his his knife. So if you'd like a deception check. I would like a deception check. I'm going to upgrade it. Go for it. Yeah, Hepa has no idea where this knife came from. What is, oh, vigilance. Like your mother, he is more cool than vigilant. Oh, okay. um, two purples that... Yeah, I upgraded one of them to red. Okay. That is one success, one advantage. Okay. So you so, have implied that it was Slater's knife? Yes. Okay. That is what he will imply. Slater's knife that you threw? Yes. Okay. Because yeah, he was kind enough to give me one of his knives. Okay. Straight through a lung. All right. Do you hold out your hand to take it back, or you are just blaming Slater yes, for it? Yes, he will he'll take it back. If it, he'll like, uh, mind if I... A keepsake? Yes. Okay. This is not modern days so that are not like, oh, we're going to... We mean that as evidence. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're fingerprinted. <laughs> I mean, Slater is lying there in a still heap. You know, so. I thought it'd be good to turn something evil to something good. <sighs> no, Trick's not going to play with his knife. <laughs> so carefully put that knife away. <laughs> You've already been, like, cured for both, like... No, this one has all Rick's poison. <laughs> so you're, like, about to start juggling it, and then you think better of it? Yep, let me just store that. <laughs> Okay. And I got your last prisoner. I don't think this one made it. Yeah, there's also, like, the two at the base of the tree. Yeah, but I didn't think he should be. Corpse at the bottom of the well. A lot of bad stories start that way. All right. He's like, well, we've got this all taken care of. I suppose you two are free to go. All right. Well, thank you, Henrik. You you did great. Thank you, citizens. Uh, well, visitors. 
I'm not sure. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll check the books when we get back in and see if there's any rewards out for these two. It was nice meeting you. Yeah, sure. <laughs> if there's anything you can, we're staying at the parting class, just have it sent there. They'll take care of it if we're, if we're already gone. Ah, okay. So you're you're taking advantage of the, the pine glass Bank of post Ulrich. office? Yes. <laughs> oh, you just looks up an account. Okay. So we, like, drag ourselves back to... How, how, how are you doing, Eva? Well... That was... That could have gone worse. I didn't mean to fall out of the tree so hard. I meant to fall out of the tree. I didn't mean to get knifed. Is it in your lung? Do you mean to look at that? No, the problem is there's, there's nothing in my lung. When we get back to... Okay. Yeah, take care of there. I'm, yeah, I can make it back. I, I've been worse. Unless we're beset upon. Hepa jokes. You know, it's honestly not, not that big a deal. Where are you having this conversation? As we're walking back to Parting Glass. I didn't f- think I was that far up in the tree. <laughs> Do you want to make a vigilance check? Do we think of it? Well, you now just that made, you mentioned you it, You just yes. made jokes about being set upon. So oh, yeah, yeah, I guess that's true. All right. This is a good task for Mate. He has vigilance. Oh. <laughs> Trick does not. Yeah, I'll make a vigil. I have vigilance. Alright. Anybody smell weird around here? Besides, you know. <laughs> Specifically, like, if he smells food. Don't tell me to smell elvish, too. Yeah. <laughs> what is um, the difficulty? Uh, the difficulty is red, red, black. Oh, jeez. Mm-hmm. Not today, Falcon. Oh, my God. Oh, actually, hunted by the Magpop. Sorry, there just should have been more blacks than that. Because it's raining and it's dark, so there should be two more blacks. I can roll more blacks. Two successes. Oh, it was two. Okay. By mate. So whatever information I get about that. Triumphant success. Five threats. You swoon. <laughs> That's appropriate. I mean, I, it will put me, if I took it as strain, it would put me over, but I don't know what. Let's see. Well. You swoon, like, but he catches you. This is kind of like narrative time here. like. Yeah, so I have seven of 12. Five would put me right at my strain. Like right at your threshold? Yeah. Okay, so you wouldn't pass out. You would be borderline. Yeah, I'm sure. You'd still be conscious. Yeah, I don't know what happens that surprises me so much. What surprises you is, like, you guys make that joke about are you being followed or whatever. Right, and and you you, are. You do realize you are being followed by somebody. Okay. It's Alric. He's shadowing you. But it surprises me a lot, probably. It does surprise you a lot because... It seems Hepa did not put anything together during the course of that battle. I didn't see the knives. Like, All I saw was a falcon. There was a bird doing things. Yeah, and that made me happy, but... Right, so you at no point noticed. You didn't really pay attention to the knives. You had no reason to, like, expect him in this place. And now, like, suddenly you realize he's shadowing you. Right. So that might be startling how you choose to interpret the threats and, like, what that does to your emotional state or sense of... It, of balance is up to you. Right. Exceeding your screening threshold doesn't always mean you pass out. It, right. Like you. You could be like you socially check out after a fashion. You're overwhelmed in some fashion. Yeah. But you're not exceeding that value. You're hitting that value. So you're still fully capable, quote unquote. Right. But you can decide how you want to interpret what causes all that strain. Also, that was just like a dangerous fight, and and you know maybe some of that is catching up with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trick, you succeed your check. Yes. Because the bird helped you. You realize somebody is following you. Because, let's see, what does mate say? It wouldn't be stupid. No. Um, there was a pixie dragon. We just have a stupid language. <laughs> well, I didn't know um, if that's what falcons are, is pixie dragons. <laughs> or dragon pixie or whatever it was. I mean, it could be him making like a yodeling noise. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he just makes his yodeling noise. With, Maybe circles a little bit. To indicate affirmative. 
but yes, there's something. Yeah. So the trick's on edge a little so bit. So that catches, you cast your eyes around, and you do see, like, a dark clad figure shadowing you guys further down whatever street you're on, but you'd, you don't see him as well as Hepa does, or maybe you're not as hyper-aware of, like, Albert's build and uh, things like that, the way the Hepa is. The extremely fine features of Albert's face, <laughs> the cut of his jaw, the shape of his <laughs> lips. You haven't spent so much time studying him. <laughs> Uh, the moonlight reflects off his forehead. There's a person dressed in dark clothing. Yeah, that's a Shadowing you from a little ways back. I would like you two to play out how you respond to that, given what each of you know about who's there. It's been a lot. Like, Trick will, like, say loudly enough for whoever this person is to hear. It's been a long night. Why don't we both just go our ways? And he's um, got his bow out. Not aimed, pointing directly at the person, but ah, definitely out. So you, you turn around with your bow. Yes. Because this person also matches the yeah. description of... Slater type fellows. Yeah, so she's right on our edge. But you are able to say and do whatever you feel is appropriate. Trick has just turned around with his bow. What is she going to say? I think she's going to start crying. This was a very long... (laughs) They started. Like, we've been in so much danger, but I need to figure out what she says. Because she felt... You know what? Maybe she's just like, I fell out of the tree and... I was holding up the roof, and it was so hard. All right, so Albert will speak now, because he doesn't <laughs> want to be shot by you. <laughs> uh, but he also, he, let's see. Doesn't, does he have the falcon visit me and not rip out my eyes? <laughs> well, I mean, could I? Could she figure it out now? That's where the falcon came from? Yes. Then that might be even the extra yeah. thing. And then, Alric had to show up and help, and now okay. he's, well, that was the whole point. Trick assumes it was Alric yeah, the yeah, whole time. Yeah, right, right, right. But, right, so... You, you start, to, and you say things louder. Because then then right, she's right. realizing this was the whole point why we were trying not to get him involved, yes. and now he is, and right, it's right. now he's in danger. And Yes. So he doesn't say anything, though, because he's not sure who all is around or things like that, but he whistles. He makes yeah. the figure that you see there makes, like, a falcony whistle noise. Okay. She um, puts a hand on Peppa's mouth. She just cries. She's, like, overwhelmed. Let's get back. She'll cry on your shoulder. That's fine. It's <laughs> fine. Never. You did great. So dangerous. So you have put away your bow now. Yeah. And done that. Now he feels a little safer approaching so that he can quietly speak with you. So Alaric closes the distance. He's in dark dress and he does have a hood up. Is like the as part of his on outfit. his shoulder or on his arm? No, the falcon is flying around. Enjoying Could be on bloody meal. Atop of whatever. Um, he's eating a face. <laughs> so, like, maybe probably hides in the backpack. So he's in dark clothing with like a hood attached, but he doesn't have a cloak on because you're wearing his cloak. You can have it back. <laughs> but as he, he gets close to you uh, and says quietly, I don't think you're being followed. I think they got everyone. We might have been being followed. I'm so sorry. Be careful. Let's get back. Yeah, and he, he like just like puts a hand on your arm. He's like, you didn't do anything wrong. Just get back and I'll make sure nothing else happens. Let's go. You did great. Thank you. All right. You make your way through the streets back to the parting glass. Alric gives you guys space. Yeah. Somehow beats us back. He does somehow beat you back. And he's just there cleaning up. I think actually when he tells you just to to get back to the building, he tells you to go around to the back door. The back entrance. And actually, and before he parts ways with you, he asks if you need Damal. No, I don't think so. Okay. So then, yes. He just <laughs> sniffs all the way home. <laughs> he gives you guys space and fades back and makes sure that nothing 
is just following you or watching you. And he meets you at the back door of the parting glass and he lets you in. Guess what, Emma? You're a sorceress. That was pretty awesome. What part? The tree, and you said you held up the building. Oh, that's pretty cool. Trick has, like, blood all over his friend. He was hit by knives and things like that. Alric lets you in. He lights a lantern in the kitchen. He puts on, like, water to boil and assumes that, like, you will need bandages or things like that. I just got to get this lung patched up. Can't project quite as well. Can you do criticals with magic, or is that harder? You can. Probably I should save the magic for me. I think the medicine is going to be the easiest solution. Yeah. What's the difficulty of your... Two... It is the same for all crits with yes. magic. All crits that, is three purples. Yes, so okay. yes, for minor crits, it is better to do it magically when you are when you have a, a doctor like Hepa who's better at medicine than yeah. Well, it's also magic. easier, I think, for me to heal myself magically than it yes, is that's another good with point. medicine. So since I can't do this that much, yes, yeah, so you could. I don't know. This isn't healing druid. It is done by druids in Elvish society. And I, I would say druid. I would say yes in general. Heba's inclinations are more matching of druidness. So is that like what you say when he says you're a sorceress? Yeah. You counter by saying I'm a druid? And a druid. And a druid. (laughs) No commitments here. Alric sets a glass down next to you and one down next to Heba as well. He is not really talking to you guys very much. He is doing a lot of like background busy work and just like periodically like putting things by you like here's more hot water like here's more towels just like supplying you with things but giving you guys space there's some pretzel all right let me yep two purples yeah my hope is this will make me feel better two successes but four advantages you you can have all those advantages i will take them um trick was exaggerating about his lung being punctured I'm oh. pretty sure my lung was But it was it was pretty bad. So, you know, I thought we'd be like, yeah, this wasn't very good. Got the rest of the fight on a single lung. Well, must have been my human lung got punctured. <laughs> pretty sure that's how it works. Not the pointy one on the other side? Yeah, the other lung's <laughs> more pointy. <laughs> I feeling better now. Medicine always makes her feel better doing it. <sighs> how are you doing? You have any more injuries? You already treated my injuries. I'll be fine after a good night's rest, which is... Too late for tonight. It's like two in the morning at this yeah, point. Yeah, too late for tonight. Well, I feel better that I can solve one problem. You've solved a lot of problems. I'm going to try mag- to heal myself magically. I say, but Teppa doesn't say that. She just does it. <laughs> she just tries. One purple. Oh, good. Two successes, so is that two? Two wounds healed. All right. Progress. Yeah, that is progress. You have no crits. No. Oh, you know, all the injury I took was falling from when the guy shook me from the tree. Yeah, that was surprisingly effective. I guess that tree wasn't as thick trunked as we would have liked. I wish I would have made it thicker. I didn't think of that. Well, there's only so much you could. You did a lot. You can't do everything, but you, you did more than enough. We did something good. Shut down not one, but two gangs of rats. Was that what we were trying to do? Yes. <laughs> so we succeeded? Yes. Well, that's good. You you looked really... But Alice have a concept of being wired? Yeah, if you had like a certain kind of brew. Yeah. Yeah, you looked really wired for a while there. I was... I'm trying to decide... Were you just ready to go? I was trying to... I'm trying to... You know what? I will take off my boot unless it's... <laughs> take off the boot and wiggle your toe. And I show you that I've got the ring. I think it's tricks us like, you're wearing a ring in your toe? Isn't that really uncomfortable? A little bit. Huh. But... It's totally hidden then. Wear through your boot in time. Did I tell you what it does? 
Yes, you did. Uh, no, I actually triggered one to know for augmenting the story. You want to try it on? Be careful. Ah, uh, not really. Wait, hey, look, I think you earned that right. Well, what it does. And she says something. Yeah, that's pretty slick. But you do feel it after a little bit. It only lasts a little bit, and then... The crash. Yeah. Yeah, it's like if you uh, eat way too much honey like I have a couple times, and then the crash comes later. It's never good. Or like when you're snorting warberries. <laughs> oh, that's good. How are you doing, Ulrich? I'm fine. I think these belong to you. You dropped them. Were you I, injured? No. I uh, didn't think you'd want those be found by anybody. Ulrich picks them up and um, he like does a count and like, okay, they're all here. <laughs> I think there's three at the well and one in one of the other lieutenant, the bandit. But hey, that's, that's some good progress. Look, you're going to have crime in the city. Taking out two lieutenants of rats is going to be good for something, right? Or is this city so dark and stormy that that vacuum will be filled immediately? I wouldn't say it'd be filled immediately, but there's certainly those among their ranks who will be glad for the opportunities presented by it opening. You really went above and beyond here. Well, I created part of the problem, so I had to clear it up my mess. I'm sorry, I upset you. I didn't mean to intrude on your activity. No, it's... It's a cool check. They're not like giggling. <laughs> you surprised me. I cast a lot of spells. This is like a complete non-sequitur from his perspective. You yeah, surprised yeah. me. She does I cast spells. Oh no, I fail with so many advantages. So, what do you do? Well, one, uh, trick, uh, he takes all those advantages of strain, he just lets it out. He's like, apology accepted! <laughs> I'm yes, don't you dare meddle in our elvish affairs, sir. I'm sorry you had to get involved. <laughs> I need a drink. He put one right there for you. You need a drink, too. She, yeah, so Hepa says, I'm sorry you had to get involved. I know you didn't want to. I didn't want to be known to be involved. <gasps> I was talking very loud in the street. I think that's fine. No one was around. I think it was just more than I expected to happen today. It's been a very long day. Are you sure you don't need to see Damal? Maybe in the morning? You fell out of a tree, both of you. I jumped out of a tree. And I had nice something nice and soft to land on. I didn't. I'm pretty sure I hit every branch all the way down. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> I would um, hit ten branches and one stone floor. I have medical skill, and I'm trying to think. Because she still is injured. But you, I don't you know did. that Damal could do much more. But you did also actually want to see Damal about... You have something you apothecarily want to study. Oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah, mean, Alric do doesn't know that, but you as a player have reasons to see Damal. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I do want... So you know what? She might even say that. So did a little healing, but I do want to see Damal because I have questions. If you're feeling well enough, you could just go to his shop tomorrow. That's a good point. Because tomorrow's just the closing ceremonies. Right. Yes. And then the fair will be over, and are you leaving them? Uh, hmm. <laughs> he doesn't say it that way. That sounds like, get out of my bar. He says, will you be extending your stay? Because when you first booked the rooms, you said at least to the end of the festival. So yeah. Uh, yeah. I think we should probably have things we need to get back to the forest on, and well, we still might want to do a little digging. Digging? Literal, actual digging. I mean, we could recover a little, though. Yeah. Like, we don't have to do any digging tomorrow. Is there anything else we should see in the city? We should stay an extra day. Leave the day after tomorrow. Because all we saw was the festival. 
I feel like the festival's a lot, though. And we saw the tower. And the library. And the, the House of Life. We've actually seen a fair bit of the city. Did we miss anything? Yeah, was there anything in the city you wanted us to find? <laughs> we didn't actually check out. So he he relaxes a little bit and he says, well, you didn't see the aviary. Then we have to see that. Right. After a good night's rest. And Hella still owes you. She said that she needs to talk with you tomorrow. That sounds good. I'm sure when the time is right, be able to call on her. Thank you for helping. I'm relieved that you are both all right. I was scared. Us too. You did great, Hella. Really? You, look, as you said, you held up the whole building. Saved all those people's lives. You. I didn't want to tell Henry that I was tree. Do, you, doing magic, but... Then you did the right thing. But when I let that thing go... Yes, when you pull out the structural supports. When you take out the trunk, a tree falls down. But anybody up there would be heard. There wasn't anybody up there still alive. Did you go up there? Yes. So thanks for letting me know that you were going to be dropping it. You're welcome. Trick will make it so scarce. (laughs) (laughs) Then she's like, I'm very glad that I let you know. It came down harder than I thought it was going to. I hope my uncle didn't give you the wrong impression about magic among humans. It's not a problem for most people in Westmouth. I guess Lady Sabine is a red mage. An archmage? (laughs) You hear the back of your head? (laughs) She's not going to say that. She'll just say red mage. Magic is a... I wouldn't say a common profession, but a significant profession among the people of West Noth. My uncle still holds to a number of the beliefs of the people we came from. But particularly if you feel like your life is online or somebody else's, don't hesitate to use your abilities to their fullest extent. Oh, okay. That is good to know. I didn't know how sensitive humans would be. Demal really doesn't like magic. There might be people who are superstitious about it. There might be people who are standoffish because they will view you as being of higher class than they are. But you're an elf too, and so lots of people just view all elves as magical. Don't let one person's perceptions of you change your behavior. Could you tell I was casting magic? I don't know when you arrived. I didn't see you do anything flashy, like... Most human mages I've seen do things before, but while you were talking to that that guard, it's clear that you were doing something to that building. You could tell. <laughs> I didn't want to upset him, but you don't think he would, it would have bothered him? I doubt it. He's worked with mages his whole career, I imagine. That's good to know. What is this drink? <laughs> Water. <laughs> <laughs> it's not breakfast brandy, is it? Uh, it's called chamomile. <laughs> oh, I. it seems similar to something from the village. He describes what the plant looks like, and you realize like it's the same plant, you just got a slightly different name. Oh. But yes, he did not set a mug of uh, heated rum next to you. <laughs> He's like, you need to calm the hell down. <laughs> <laughs> then she actually laughs a little bit. So... I believe we have wrapped up all of the action for tonight. Yep. Trick slipped out of the room. How do you wish to end the scene with Alaric? How do I want to say it? Thank you again for helping. And uh, I guess then what she'll say is, 
Yes, I'll see the aviary tomorrow. Okay, that's right. Trick is out of the room now. Yep. So, so you say that, and he says, oh, there is another place in town that you might be interested in, and maybe Trick would it be. Where? The Hall of Truth. <laughs> right, his vigilante team. <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? Uh, yeah, we go into a secret place you yeah. don't know about. You say where, and he says, well, I'll show you tomorrow. Okay. Because he knows you're a curious person, so he doesn't want to tell you. <laughs> okay. And he bids you good night. Good night, Alric. Good night, Heather. And scene. XP. I'm going to give you 15 XP. And I killed one rat. And... <laughs> you yeah. guys did a big combat, and plus you closed down like a potential threat yeah. line. And you Confirmed didn't... Slater was dead. Didn't even need to summon your mom. If she was who was going to show up. She was who was going to show up if you summoned somebody. That would have just been frustrating. She was just like stormed in there. Clean up this mess. <laughs> well, even if Alric had been summoned at a different point in time, like what he did would have been different. But yeah. like bringing him in at the very beginning, like just with where everybody was positioned, meant he had to be very careful to stay on the edge there. How did he get on the roof? He climbed up it. He's doing all this one-handed. Yes, he is. It's actually... The bowmen had okay. climbing is, gear, and they, they brought the roof down. I will, I will grant that it is harder to climb things one-handed than it is to climb things two-handed. However, the bowmen didn't have athletics. The bowmen didn't have experience climbing up buildings already. I know, but I'm just saying. See? He slings on his knives. He climbs buildings. Cuts a debonair figure. He's standing up there, his cloak waving in the wind. <laughs> Actually, he did not have his cloak, so... His birds take the face off of people. <laughs> oh my gosh, that falcon, like, solved our problems twice. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, all the falcon needed to do was one point of damage to two minions. Yeah, but it looked really impressive. That was all we needed, though. It was like an extra hit point of damage just for free. Yeah, which made it... Actually, that was a convenient thing for keeping Alec himself out of the way. Yeah, just the falcon. I'm so glad I used my wild card. I thought Alric was mad at us at first. I was like, oh no, we're in trouble. That would have been Maeve. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Alric was just extremely worried. (laughs) Might have been trouble if both Maeve and Alric were called. But hey, I'm a major too. Right? We're all cool. You guys didn't use any of your heroic abilities either. Didn't turn out to conveniently know a ruffian. No, I thought about it at various times, but... Requires two story points. I'm not taking out my sense. map in the rain. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah. reminds me, I need, another thing I need to talk to Damal about is the ink. I mean, that was pretty scary for Hepa because she was laying on the ground. There's that guy that just shook her out of a tree with his... And even if it's a friendly bird, it's still very alarming when a bird swoops like right by you. And takes off somebody's face? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's kind of a lot for a normal person, I would think. GM Jennifer here. I didn't anticipate Alric becoming a romantic interest for Heppa. When I introduced him to the storyline, my goal was twofold. One, to provide Trick with a different perspective on the Manu, a younger, less jaded one than some of the others. And two, to provide Heppa with a source of information on Kachan, though she ended up not prying there out of respect for Alric's focus on privacy. Heppa's player, however, did express interest in adding this romantic dimension to the game. 
hence the flirting you'll observe between Hepa and Alec. It was important to me that the player guide the course of the relationship, though, which is why at the end of this episode, I explicitly ask how she wants to end the scene. I also consulted with her a lot in between game sessions to make sure this proceeded comfortably for everyone involved. You've been listening to Echoes of Invasion, set in the world of the Battle for Westnoth video game and played using Edge Studio's Genesis role-playing system. Our GM was Jen, and our players were Lex and Daniel. For the serialized narrative write-up of this adventure, visit us at DiceyStories.com. Our character art is by Del Borovic. See her work at DelBorovic.com. Our music is sampled from Return to Westnoth by Matthias Westland, a.k.a. West, licensed under CC by SA 4.0, part of the Battle for Westnoth project. Visit them at westnoth.org. Until next time, this is Dicey Stories reminding you, the only thing that separates you from knowledge is experience.